fought. He just fought. I seen two of y'all walking off over there. And you got a key teammate fighting. What they do that there? Nowhere. Nowhere. What they do that there? Not here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? Yes, I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fight. Yes, sir. Never again. Just walk off. All right. Come on. Oh, I was oh, in there, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate the fact that old Cuz was like, he won. I don't know who he was talking to in here. Was not me. Uh-uh. But you hear Salah talk about it. Welcome to the show. Great to have you. Looking forward to having you back for more. To my regular listeners, you already know what I'm about. Get right into it as I always do. And today, as I'm, I'm recording this on, uh, it's, it is August 20th, 2023. And this is right around recently the, the headline this past week, the headline grabbing thing this past week was when, well, one of the headline grabbing things this past week, this is, we're in the midst of preseason as, as of this recording. We're in the midst of preseason football, where we NFL preseason football, college football camps are starting to, to to get college football's on its way of getting started up, and you know everything's getting a little chippy. People are getting antsy, you know, this time of year. You know, people are just itching, itching for that, for, itching for that kickoff, itching for that week one. You know, week one getting ready to go. You know, football is back. We'll just say it like that. Football is back. August twentieth, as of August twentieth. I always I know because you know my niece was born on August 19th and I remember I was actually in camp. I was in camp. This is back when I played at Stony Brook University. I was in camp when my niece was born. So every time, every year around this time, when she gets older, it's always, you know, around that like get those itches, you get that football feeling back, baby. You ready, you ready to roll, you ready to roll, right? So one of the things that grabbed the headlines this past week was when Coach Prime Time, Coach Prime Time, Deion Sanders head coach of Colorado University, he, he the cameras caught him, the cameras caught him, or a clip that went viral, was when he was, like, just ripping. He was ripping into his players about the fact that, about the fact that there was a fight, there was a fight that broke out during practice, and apparently one of the players, one or two of the players, didn't jump in the fight or whatever it was, and he didn't he didn't like that. He took exception to that and he ripped his players for not jumping into the fight. And he he ended the rant, the, the clip ended basically with him saying, One fight, we all fight. You understand that? I never want to see you guys just stand around when one of your teammates is fighting. And that clip went viral. It was a segment on first take. That was the thing that just just went off. And there's been a lot of discussion in terms of the camp fights and how how inevitable they are and 
and there's been a lot of discussion on exactly what's appropriate and what's good for the game, all those sorts of things. And in fact, there's also been nowadays, nowadays, the NFL, the reason now, what I, one of the things I love that the NFL has done over the past couple of years is they've started something called joint practices. All right. There's no longer much going on during actual preseason games because the joint practices are controlled. The coaches get to see the best versus their best with one-on-ones. Pretty much everyone in the NFL, everyone in college and above, they pretty much practice the same. I mean, this is one of the reasons that I couldn't I couldn't get into coaching as much as I thought I wanted to initially after college is because everything is systematized. Everything is the same. You start your warm-ups. You have your you have your front rush period, then you have your full team rush period, and then you have your, I believe it's seven on sevens. No, no, yeah, full team where you're practicing your run, and then you have seven on seven where you start practicing your pass. The offensive and defense, offensive linemen start practicing their, their pass drops, and the defensive line starts working on their pass rush moves, and then they go team working on the pass game. And then they bring everybody together, go full team. You know, it, it becomes the same thing over and over and over again. And I, I just couldn't take it, you know, when it comes to me and the way I want to serve this game. I want to serve this game more as a person that can help with professional development and things like that. But I, I don't want to be a part of the game when it comes to just the same practices over and over and over and over again. That's the, that shit just I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I couldn't take it. But anyway. During these joint practices, the reason I brought that up is because a lot of these joint practices, I actually just finished watching a segment on the fact that all of these joint practices, it's inevitable. A full-out brawl is taking place. You know, one of the things that has happened throughout, one of the things that has happened throughout the time that the NFL has started these joint practices is that there's been multiple brawls, like full-blown fights that have taken place in these in these practices, whether it's a practice between the, let's say it's the Ravens versus the Commanders, excuse me, whether it's the Ravens versus the Commanders, there's going to be some, there's a brawl that takes place, or there's a Cincinnati versus New Orleans, doesn't matter, in pretty much all of these joint practices, there's been a little chirping, been a little pushing and shoving, a little extra pushing and shoving, off the feet, all after the whistle, all that kind of stuff, right? So, today what I want to discuss with you guys, because it can get lost, and a lot of the things that happen, especially if you're a consumer and you're a young person looking in uh, from the outside looking in and you're watching all these fights break out, all these little clips and these things break out. Yet yeah, it gets people excited. It's 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 must see TV. It's definitely entertainment. Yes. But it's also very important now that you understand that there is a difference. All right. There's a category. There is a difference between being an asshole. All right. Being an asshole, someone who's just out there fighting and is not going to be good for the team. It's not going to be someone that you can depend on. It's just being an asshole versus the people who have some fight in them. Those are the folks, and we're going to discuss the differences, all right? So there's there's the folks that are just assholes, right? Like I said, assholes who want to fight, have aren't, aren't contributing to the team, aren't contributing to the betterment of the team. They're just assholes, all right? And they need to be removed from the team. There's a lot of that, all right? And then there's the people that have fight in them. Those are the folks that if you channel that aggression, channel the fact that they have some fight in them, all right, those are the folks that you want on the team and are going to make the team better. And then there's the folks who are willing 
to fight, all right? So there's three categories. There's the folks that are willing to fight. There's the folks that have fight in them. You want those two, but the ones that you got to get rid of, the, the assholes and the people that you got to get rid of from your team are the, the, like I call them, assholes who start fights and they're not good for the team. They ruin the team. All right, so I'm going to break down. I have, I have examples of all three because I've, I've played, I played, I played football all the way from seven, all the way to 22, different kinds of environments, a lot of different personalities. And then I coach football as well. I scouted football as well. You know, this business, in fact, I'm currently, as of this record, I'm currently one of the business development directors for a company named Proactive Athletes, in which I'm, I'm active in that as well. Teach now, live in South Florida, you know, again, for the regular listeners, you already know I don't have to I don't have to go and give you my resume all over again. You already know the football business is how I learned a lot of the philosophy and a lot of the things that I'm all about to this day. All right. So let's talk about the assholes first. All right. Let's talk about the assholes first, because what I'm afraid of, I'll be 100 percent honest with you, what honest with you, what I am afraid of is the fact that. All of these fights, when people see all of these fights from the outside looking in, it can get construed that it's okay. It can get construed that we're condoning violence. That is not what's happening. We're not condoning violence, all right? We're not condoning, again, just going out there, cheap shotting people, trying to intentionally hurt people, trying to go go out there and, and be and not use your mind, not use your brain, not use your ability to communicate to resolve issues that is not what we're condoning and a lot of times especially for the younger generation coming up who may not understand the complexities in these these elements of of you know fighting and what fighting actually means if they can look at it from the outside looking in and say okay i guess i'm allowed to go and fight and punch people and do things that are just stupid this is why that's a bad approach all right i remember when i i was my it was my freshman year as a freshman year in college, I went to a school named Carson Newman College in East Jefferson City, Tennessee. It's a small Division II school out in Tennessee, in the East, like East Tennessee area. About maybe a 30-minute drive from Knoxville, which is where UT, University of Tennessee, or Peyton Manning, Pat Summit, Candace Parker, you know, those kinds of people, those, those big names went. That that's was the, that's where we used to go out and party and all that too, by the way, Bart is out at the bar, Knox. If, one from Carson Newman College is listening, you know, shout out to the to the CAC crew. In fact, I had uh, Anthony Bethel was on this show a couple a couple months ago now. The title of this episode is High School Football in Florida, right? So, but anyway, our freshman year, our freshman year, there were, we had two teammates, all right? And the, these two teammates in particular represented everything. I mean, they represented everything it was everything I'm talking about when I'm taught when I'm mentioning being an asshole, being an asshole who's fighting and they're not fighting for the team. They're not doing it in a way that's going to make the team better. These two individuals not only got kicked out, not only got kicked out within within that freshman year, within that first semester, but these two individuals got another player, got another player who had a bright future, very bright future with the program. They got him kicked out too. All right. And this is what I mean when I say these are the kinds of fight. These are the kinds of fights. And these are the kind of people now that you have got to, you got to do whatever you got to do 
to get these people off your program, off your team, out of your business, away from anything constructive that you want to do. I'll give you a couple examples, all right? One of these kids, one of I'm, I'm not going to mention them my name, all right? But one of the one of these players, one of these players, I guess had an argument. Now, this is an incoming freshman. This is an incoming freshman that that I'm talking about. Like I mentioned, these were two incoming freshmen. They came in the same years as I did and, and Anthony did, Aunt Bethel, the, the one that was on this show, right? They came in the same year. In fact, their rooms were right across from each other. They were basically doormates, basically sweet mates, right? Their rooms were right across from each other. So this particular kid, I guess during practice, got into some sort of a verbal altercation with one of the players who was doing, I would notice actually he was from Delaware. The reason I remember him is because he was from Delaware, which is near where I'm from, Maryland, our neck of the woods. And I didn't meet too many. There weren't very many up north cats there of folks that were from the northern areas in Tennessee, right? So I guess there was some sort of a verbal altercation in practice and it spilled over, it spilled over to the you know spilled over back into the dorms and all that kind of stuff which again that that's something we that's something that again you got to cut off all right if you're in practice and two guys got go, something going on you know if you 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 know you jump into you, you just do a little chirping it's got to be cut right then and there and this is the problem this is what i mean when i say assholes who just decide they want to fight and ruin people's careers all right so I guess there was some sort of a verbal altercation that spilled over into the dorm, right? Excuse me. And the player who was the incoming freshman that got absolutely no minutes at all, no time, was going to redshirt, wasn't playing, had no chance of playing that year, right? Had absolutely nothing to lose, nothing to lose, right? He and this other player who was from Delaware who was actually getting reps, I actually remember seeing him running with the ones, running with the twos, but he was in the rotation for maybe getting in the games and stuff and stuff like that. He definitely had the size for it, definitely had the ability to do it. Apparently, them two were about to go at it. Now, instead of the, the person who was the starter, the one from Delaware who was the starter, instead of him just saying, look, I ain't going to even entertain that. That's just an incoming freshman trying to trying to figure out his way of trying to come up or trying to basically – you know, find his way, all that kind of stuff, right? Just find what it is, find his groove or trying to prove himself, all that kind of shit, right? Instead of him just leaving it alone, he entertains it, right? He entertains this fight. He entertains this fight. And they were, I, I remember they're just going back and forth, back and forth, screaming at each other. And of course you had us and you had onlookers egging them on the fight, egging them on the fight, egging them on the fight. And instead for a while now, he was just going to leave it alone and then he eventually he just got fed up because you had this incoming freshman who was talking so much shit. I mean, in his face, I'll whoop your ass, motherfucker, you know, just all up in his grill. It's only so much a person is going to take after all that, you know, after all that talking, right? So eventually they just start going at it, start going at it. Now, the incoming freshman just, I mean, beats this kid's ass. I mean, in his just clocks him, knocks him in his eye. You see his eyes swelling up. I mean, just beat the shit out of him, all right? Now, long story short, both of these individuals got kicked off the team. Both of them. Right? Both of them got kicked off the team right then and there. Both of them got kicked off the team. And 
the reason I bring that up is because these two had very promising futures. Not so much the incoming freshman. Now, he had some speed. He had some ability. But you could tell he was really not feeling the discipline and the things that he needed to do. He wasn't doing the things that he needed to do off the field to get himself right. But the one that was from Delaware, he had a future with this program. And who knows what would have happened. He ended up getting kicked off the team, out to school, and he was gone. He was gone. Basically, he was gone. He was gone during yeah during that season. I don't even think he even finished the semester. Actually, he was gone during the season, which ended in November, like ended like September time or something like that. He was out of it, right? Now again, this is what I mean when I say the assholes out there who will bait you into a fight. And his roommate, this incoming freshman that ended up getting kicked out, his roommate was the exact same way. His, I mean, it, it got said so many different times by so many different people. Like, look, we got to get him off this team because he's constantly talking. It was actually him. It's actually him who ended up being the trip. Now, this this roommate, he was also a linebacker with me. And I remember actually being in the linebacker room. And Coach Torbush, who was our linebacker's coach, was pointing him out saying, look, I heard you were actually involved in that fight you know, doing all the talking and kind of egging things on and, and lighting, you know, adding, basically adding gasoline to the fire. And all of a sudden the result is you got two people who had futures, had our right futures in this program, basically get kicked out. And now they're on the streets doing God knows what, just into things that are not productive whatsoever. All right. Th those are the kinds of people that you got to get rid of really, really quick. And I'm sure if, if you think about it, there's some people now that you can think of right now that you want to get rid of, that you are needing to get rid of. And I'm here to tell you, as your one and only move swiftly speaker, don't hesitate. Don't let it fester around. Don't allow that cancer in your locker room and don't allow that cancer in your business, more importantly, right? Don't allow that kind of stuff to fester. The minute you see somebody has those types of intentions, get rid of them. Cut it out. Remove them from your program, all right? Now, let's discuss the other two, the, the latter, the the two type of fight, the type of fighting that you want to bring into your program, all right? And that would be, number one, you want to find people that have fight in them, and then you want to have people that have shown that they're willing to fight, all right? This is a very subtle difference between the folks that just, like I said, want to pick fights with people, start cheap-shotting folks, and decide that they're, they – are doing things that are not conducive to the team. All right, here's an example of someone who has some fight in them, all right, who has some fight in them, all right? I'll keep it right there during my freshman year in college, all right? I'll keep it right there, and I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. It was during camp. It was during camp, probably around this time of year, back in 2007, all right? There was a running back. We, I, his name, I believe it was, oh, man, it was too long. I can't remember his name. But I, I, there, I can't remember his name, but I'll always remember what I saw him do on the field. And this was probably maybe the first week of camp, you know, first couple times that we actually had the pads on. And, you know, we as, again, he was also an incoming freshman with me. With, this is where things got real because we it kind of hit us. When we were doing warm, it's like, holy shit, we're playing college football, baby. We are in this thing. We're playing some college football, right? So there was a time he was a running back, and there wasn't, they had a time in which he's blocking, he's blocking one of the linebackers in a pass blocking set, and his helmet flies off. His helmet flies off, 
and he does not stop. He does not stop. He continues pushing and pushing and pushing him all until the whistle blew. And you saw it in his face that he was just ready. He was angry. He wasn't. He didn't stop just because his helmet came off. He's still fighting and fighting and fighting. That's what I. That that's someone that has some fight in them. Those are the kinds of fighters that you want in your program, right? You want people that are going to scrum and be willing, regardless of your helmet coming off, regardless of the situation, in spite of whatever situation may have happened in your life or happened in that current moment, they're going to keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Those are the kinds of folks that have fight in them, and that's what you want in your program. If you start seeing that, you want to bring more, attract more of, you want to attract more folks like that into your program, into your ecosystem, into your organization, so that you know that you got people now. You got people that are going to grind and that are, that are going to uplift your organization, uplift your team, and be a good, positive member of your team, all right? So those are the folks that have some fight in them. Now, the ultimate one, the big one, the important one, because this extends beyond, especially to us adults, all right? This, this one is huge. It's are you willing, are you willing to fight for your guys, whether it's your guys, whether it's your employees, whether it's your staff, whether it's your family, whether it's your, whoever it is, the people that believe in you as a leader, are you willing to fight for them? This is the ultimate. This is why, like, when as all these fights are breaking out in camp and all these kinds of things, this is really what Coach Prime Time Deion Sanders was getting at when he when he was blasting his team when he was blasting his team for not fighting with or not going in there and fighting with uh with the the young man who got into a scuffle or what what set him off was the fact that people weren't fighting with him and all when he says one fight we all fight this is what he was getting at right he was upset about the the fact that there wasn't enough people willing to fight all right willing to fight that's the key word all right we're not talking about going and cheap shotting people we're not going to talking about going and getting yourself kicked out of a school we're not talking about doing things that are not going to help an overall program but we are talking about being willing being willing to fight for your guys and show them show them that you got their back no matter what the circumstances let me give you an example and i'll close you out with this example right it was my second year my second year as a high school football coach, I coached at a high school named Blake High School. Blake, James Hubert. Yes, James Hubert Blake High School in my hometown of Silver Spring, Maryland, right? And we we played, we beat a team up pretty badly. Beat a team up pretty badly. The name of the team was Wheaton. Wheaton Knights, I believe it is. We played the Wheaton Knights. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Wheaton. I think think it was Wheaton. I'm pretty sure it was. I can't remember in totality. It was been a while ago, but I believe it was the Wheaton Knights or something like that, right? And we we tapped that ass. Like I mentioned, we got all up in that ass. We got up in that ass, and the game was decided. It was decided well in well into the fourth quarter that we were going to win, right? So we basically put our backups in. We put our backups in towards the end of the game. I'll say maybe the last 30 seconds of the game Wheaton has the ball, and we put our backups in. And Wheaton, instead of Wheaton just kind of dry, uh, burning the clock or whatever, they're trying to score on us. They're trying to put a cheap, 
touchdown in the you know they're they're actually the ones that in my opinion started this whole thing but they tried to to score on us late and you know make a cheap put a cheap put a cheap one in the end zone right so <clears throat> they end up it was the it was like the end of the game and we're in and they're inside the five yard line with maybe one second one to two seconds left to go in the game and instead of waiting running out the clock they try to, you know, they try to score. They call a timeout, try to score a touchdown, all this kind of bullshit where it's like, come on, like, the game's over. So Coach Anderson, who was the head coach at the time, instead of him sitting back and taking that, he called, he goes, look, I'm going to put the starters back in. <laughs> he calls for the starters to go back in the game and keep them out the end zone. He was not going to just let them get a cheap one like that, especially seeing that the coach is going to call a timeout and try to game plan and, and try to put a put one in the end zone. You know, I, I thought I didn't like that. And as it is, I thought that was very, very classless on their end. But anyway, Coach Anderson puts the starters back in, right? And they run the play and they don't get in the end zone. Not only do they not get in the end zone, I remember we had a kid, his name was Orbell. Orbell who ended up playing at McDaniel College. Orbell breaks through the line. And he takes the running back and he slams him to the ground, slams him to the ground and just emphatically ends the game. Boom! Slams his ass to the ground, right? And the kid was down for a little bit. The kid who got slammed to the ground, the kid that they gave the ball to, he was down for quite a bit, you know, so we go, we shake hands and the, the kid's still down. And, there, you know, he's down to the point in which there was a lot of people who were getting worried. A lot of people were getting worried because we didn't want, I mean, no matter what, we don't want to see a kid get hurt, get seriously hurt, especially playing this game. So we were a little worried about what was going on. It was taking them a little while to get up. And then the coach on the Wheaton side, the coach on the Wheaton side, he started, you know, popping off. He started piping up in the mouth a little bit. As he looks at Coach Anderson, he goes, hey, that's bullshit. That's bullshit, right? You know, he starts going off and whatever. And then Coach Anderson didn't say a word. You just saw him step over and say what's up like he wasn't taking the the high route and being the okay i'm no he stepped over and was like what what you trying to do what you trying to do like we ain't fuck i i ain't one of them coaches that 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 ain't i ain't one of them coaches that ain't gonna fight i'll fight you so what's up we ain't we ain't trying and we had to hold coach anderson back as the other guy where everyone kind of calmed the situation now see now that coming from your leader that's the kind of that's the kind of fight that I'm talking about being willing to fight. And I, I'll never forget, you know, hearing the boys at this. You got to think most of these boys that we were coaching at the time, they're raised in broken homes. Most of their fathers were not there in their lives. Very few of them had fathers at the games. It was very difficult. So it was very difficult. They were in very difficult situations in home, in the home, right? And they loved seeing a coach who was willing to fight for them. And that made the bond a whole lot strong. If you look at the Blake Bengals now, you see a lot of those guys who are now coaching. I don't, I don't think Coach Anderson actually coached the coaches there. I don't think he coaches high school anymore, period. But you see a lot of the guys that he coached are coaching at Blake High School now. And that formed a bond, that formed a unit, that formed something in terms of how men can you know work together and, and mold men and things like that and make sure they saw the difference firsthand and again, being the asshole that's just walking around picking fights with people, getting in trouble versus the ones that have some fight in them, right? Like I mentioned, the guy's helmet comes off and, you know, he's still going at it and pushing and pushing and pushing. And the folks who are willing to fight for you 
who give you the confidence, who create opportunities, who teach you and show you exactly what this is all about. All right. So that that that's really what I wanted to make sure I broke down for you guys as you're going out and you're building your organizations, because this everything I talked about, everything I laid out today, this is very applicable to any business, any organization that's worth a shit has got to get this right. You got to have some fight in your organization. Got to have people that are willing to go out and fight for you. And you got to get rid of, you got to cut out the fat, cut out the people that are just doing stupid shit that are going to, that ultimately, ultimately is going to ruin your organization and get yourself, get your organization into situations that you don't really want to be a part of. And it's up to you, up to you as the leader, as a listener of this show, as a regular listener of this show, of this show, it's up to you as the leader to know the difference, figure out the difference, and cut ties when cut ties need to be cut, and give better positions and give promotions when promotions when people need to be promoted because you recognize that they have the fight in them that's going to take them to the top, take your business to the top, and take things all the way to where they need to be. All right. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. I'll be so